Tim's News Explosion. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's Tim's News Explosion on this Monday, the 14th of November, 2022. We are live on the Wilmsfront YouTube, DLive and Odyssey channels, as well as on the Interactive Entropy software, where you can send a a direct question through, and even better yet, send through a super chat to support not just this program, but all Unshackled Productions. Hello to the regulars in the chat. Kesho, Lady of Shalot, Naughty Design, and Peak Ozzyman. Good to see you all there in the chat. It is 8.30 p.m. here in Melbourne, Victoria, where early voting in the state election commenced today. Election day is, of course, on Saturday, November 26th or as uh, the real Rakshan uh, posted on Twitter, it is two weeks to stop the spread of Daniel Andrews and flatten the curve on human rights abuses, corruption and debt. And we had both major parties have their official campaign launch yesterday. They were both carefully managed uh, staged affairs or stage managed affairs. Uh, So Dan's was out in Cranbourne, which is a marginal Labor uh, electorate, of course, that only had the the, the ultra uh, diehard red army uh, there. Uh, Nobody, of course, from the the, the public. Uh, The Liberals uh, under leader Matthew Guy, Matt Guy as he now likes to be known, they had their launch in Port Melbourne where they unveiled what I thought was this uh, clever uh, card that they're they're going to to give out to the public. uh, Frequent liar cards. Uh, So obviously a play on frequent flyer cards. So Dan Andrews has the the red shirts platinum, uh, Mr. Denial Andrews, and his member number is quadruple zero IBAC05, joined December 2014. And uh, on the back, there's a QR code there. Get your exclusive use into the chairman's lounge, or should that be the stairman's lounge? You obviously should watch the the two steps there there in the the, the frequent liar club. Obviously, there was a, another uh, Sunday Herald Sun report that it uh, took the ambulance uh, 14 minutes uh, to to get to, to Dan Andrews after his uh, two step fall. It came from Rosebud, even though there was a there's an ambulance depot just uh, one minute down the road in Sorrento, but that's put down to perhaps they were changing shifts or disinfecting the ambulance because of Dan Andrews' old uh, COVID rules. Gesho says, "Isn't red the noobs card?" Well, yes, a. Qantas, they have the the, the frequent flyer uh, program, so it's probably one of the the best election puns, uh, frequent fre- uh, frequent liar. Yes, there was plenty of uh, bribes in in each of the the party's campaign launches. They both offered uh, money off your electricity bills, and also yes, uh, free TAFE. Uh, for the the young'uns, there's also what is it? Free nursing fees. Uh, Dan announced that previously, but uh, as uh, the frequent liar cards showed, the Dan is under five IBAC in investigations. Though there is a another uh, expose on, well, a, a an aspect of well, uh, uh, what what should I say? One of uh, Dan's uh, he he was. Uh, attached to Dan uh, the last couple of years, uh, our chief health, health officer, 
Dr. Brett Sutton, who's uh, disappeared uh, completely from Dan's side, given that he still pushes uh, masks and uh, lots of other uh, public health interventions all all the time. Uh, so yeah, Brett Sutton is nowhere near Dan at the moment. But uh, Brett Sutton, a number of years back, closed down a a business uh, called I Cook Foods uh, because apparently they were uh, responsible for some uh, uh, deaths, uh, 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 responsible for a death, I should say, uh, when elderly lady ate one of their sandwiches. That's what was alleged. And uh, apparently a health inspector found a, a slug in their kitchen. But uh, this has been a, a story, Sluggate, uh, that uh, has continued to be in the headlines because it appears that the slug was planted uh, as it wasn't a slug native to uh, the area. iCook Foods was competing with a another uh, local food uh, or food packager for elderly aged care uh, run by the city of Dandenong. And also in the end, it was determined that uh, this elderly lady did not die because of the, the iCook sandwiches and all uh, charges were dropped by Victoria Police against uh, iCook founder Ian Cook, who's running as an independent against Dan Andrews in Mulgrave. It's, it, it's been billed as a contest, uh, Cook versus Crook. And uh, now his business was ruined, of course, even though he it never even got to court uh, any of the, the charges uh, that uh, were laid against him. Uh, so tonight coming up, uh, well, uh, very shortly, uh, so once you finish watching Tim's News Explosion, you should definitely watch uh, Under Investigation with Liz Hayes, either on Nine Now or on the 60 Minutes YouTube channel, because they are doing an Under Investigation on uh, Sluggate, and this is a story that no Victorian can afford to miss. Thousands are at risk from a deadly bacteria in a sandwich. A public health emergency. There have been a number of positive samples that have turned up in the kitchen. Becomes a full-blown government scandal. There is no natural way that this slug should ever have been there in our premises. The under investigation you have to see to believe. You believe it was planted. Going on the evidence, absolutely. When whistleblowers reveal all. The truth will be very embarrassing for some people. Monday on 9. And then on Wednesday night, it's the premiere of Peter Credlin's much-promoted Sky News documentary, The Cult of Daniel Andrews. So that'll be this Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Melbourne time on Foxtel and the Flash News streaming app, though I'm sure that they'll post it to the uh, Sky News YouTube channel like they did with a previous Peter Credlan documentary, Deadly C Decisions, on the the, the hotel uh, quarantine fiasco of 2020 where the, the virus leaked out of hotel quarantine and set off the second wave of COVID in Victoria and, of course, the second uh, long extended uh, police state lockdown. And... Uh, as I was saying before, uh, Dan, of course, uh, despite the fact that uh, he is so, well, he was so far ahead in the polls, but uh, not too much now. This was a Redbridge poll published in the Herald Sun. And now the uh, the founder of uh, Redbridge, he's actually married to a Labour MP. So this isn't just some poll that the, the, the Herald Sun uh, inventor and it's actually done by a well-respected polling company. Uh, so on the two-party preferred, Labor is still 53.5 to the coalition's 46.5, but uh, the primary vote, Labor's down to around about 34% primary vote, coalition 34, uh, the Greens 12.3, uh, Independent 7, another party 2.9. But look at that, 10.4%. Uh, uh, sure, still unsure. And the leans of unsure, 26% Labor, 20 Liberal, 8.5 Greens, 15% Independent, and 30% uh, 
another party. Uh, now, 73% agreed that the health system is in crisis and who is best to fix it. Uh, uh, 55% said Matthew Guy, only 24% said Dan Andrews. And the suburban uh, rail, rail loop, which Matt Guy and the Liberals have pledged that they're going to scrap and redistribute the funds into healthcare. So uh, do you agree or disagree with the Victorian Liberal Nationals uh, policy to delay the construction? 38 strongly agree, 27 agree, 11.5% disagree, 7% strongly disagree. So there was, there's still a few more polls to come out to show that that's a trend, but it's definitely tightening. And uh, uh, of course, uh, uh, Dan Andrews, he hardly dares show his face in public. And one of uh, the uh, the Labor signs featuring uh, uh, featuring Dan Andrews's head uh, was vandalised. So it's supposed to say world-class public transport, but it says ass liquor. Now, this next one is 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 photoshopped. Have I got it here? I thought, uh, no way, I'll get, I'll get this one in a moment. Yes, there was, there was one which is, which is, which is photoshopped. It's, it's photoshopped from a, a poster in Dan Andrews' own lecture of Mulgrave. They're not showing his face on core flutes in Mulgrave, even though he is the local member. Uh, so uh, this is the this is the Photoshop here. Uh, Dan Andrews and Labor doing what batters. Longest lockdowns, police brutality, no jabs, uh, no jobs. And uh, when we were going through lockdown number six last year, uh, Dan Andrews. Uh, during one of the weeks when he was continuing to hexer and lecture uh, the public because he couldn't achieve his dream of COVID zero anymore. He scapegoated the Jews uh, because there was a, an engagement party of a Jewish uh, couple uh, in, I'm not sure if it was in Caulfield or uh, St Kilda, which uh, spread uh, COVID. Now that uh, engaged couple, they got so much uh, anti-Semitic uh, abuse uh, that they had to leave the country. And of course, uh, Dan Andrews uh, is set, uh, well, uh, Vic Pohl, uh, they, they sent their all, all of, uh, a whole bunch of, of cars on, well, to enforce Dan's, Dan's rules to synagogues in Caulfield. And of course, there was that uh, footage of the, the Orthodox Jews trying to escape uh, Victoria police by a, a, a fleeing on, on, the, on the roofs, which of course uh, brought up some, uh, 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 some very, uh, uh, very dark, uh, the imagery of that brought up some very uh, dark history uh, when the, the Jews uh, were persecuted, which I couldn't believe that there was a, a rabbi who invited Dan Andrews to speak at a synagogue. And not surprisingly, uh, one of the, the, the members of uh, that congregation, I'm not sure if that's the term congregation when uh, the gathering in a, in a synagogue, but this is what happened. <laughs> Now you saw Dan Andrews just basically flatline there. All he said was, "Was sir?" He was, he was, yeah, he 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 was uh, lost for words there. Uh, now the uh, the person who who posted this, I. Uh, my favourite uh, Melbourne uh, Jew, uh, Mechelham Voikmer. Uh, uh, I probably mispronounced that right. I tried to get his pronounce, pronunciation right before went on the show. So uh, uh, Mechelham, he uh, tweeted that witnesses claimed Dan Andrews MP had synagogue heckler removed by security. Daniel Andrews seemingly can't handle criticism or debate. Dan Andrews probably when the cameras off, remove that. He's making a mockery of my premiership. Uh, now, Muckleheim, he has uh, been in the news previously. I'll just bring myself back up on, on the screen there. 
so he was uh, the victim of an anti-Semitic assault way back in in 2006, like an actual physical anti-Semitic assault, not the the uh, the, uh, the not the the new definition of uh, anti-Semitic assault, which is apparently if you see a swastika in a, a footpath, that's enough to get uh, Devere all triggered. But he uh, Mecklem was the victim of an anti-Semitic assault, and uh, so it was uh, it, it it happened uh, when he was uh, walking w- walking home uh, with uh, his children. A minibus uh, full of uh, drunken uh, louts who uh, who were from the Ocean Grove Footy Club, and the minibus at the time was uh, driven by a, a then leading senior constable, Terence Moore. Yeah, so they they yelled out uh, to him, uh, "Go the Nazis, fuck the Jews," and uh, so. This yelling occurred just before the bus stopped at a red light, and so uh, Mecklem uh, decided he was walking back from from synagogue. So he'd just been to a yeah his his house of worship. So he decided well he was not going to cop that. Ran to the bus driver's door and demanded to know who was in charge. The 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 driver he says was surly, refused to identify himself. Uh, so it might have ended there, but a passenger snatched Volkheimer's hat and yamakal, religious skull cap, through an open window. Passing motorist who saw this blocked the bus by parking his car in front of it. Bus driver wasn't happy. In fact, he allegedly tried to reverse and drive off. Uh, one of the footballers tossed Volkheimer's hat on the ground, but they still had his skull cap. When he demanded it back, someone in the bus punched him in the face, giving him a black eye. And despite that, Volkheimer, he... He, he, he wasn't going to be intimidated at all, despite the driver's demands not to call the police. Remember, he's an off-duty police officer. Someone did. And uh, so this, uh, this uh, police uh, officer, a, a then senior constable, uh, Terry Moore, you know, going back to the, the, the top of this article, here, uh, he was actually uh, promoted uh, despite uh, being the minibus driver, and uh, he faced an internal inquiry by the Force Ethical Standard Unit. So this was back in 2006, which there was a, a Labor government at that time as well. So, yeah, uh, there you have it. There, so a. Uh, uh, Mecklem Vloeklimer, he no, he knew just how bad Vicpol was back in in 2006, and of course saw them at their their full, uh, most uh, brutal, and uh, also and he's seen them at their their most uh, at their their most corrupt uh, as well. So. Yes, I mean he is he, he on his on his Twitter account. Uh, he is one of the most uh, ferocious uh, anti Dan uh, tweeters. This is his bio. There uh, we follow each other. He is a husband and father of four. He is passionate advocate for human rights and equality at law for all. Now he's in the seat of Caulfield, and he's probably as bewildered as I am, uh, given that. That it's it's held by 0.6 percent uh, by the Liberal Deputy Leader David Southwick, and uh, now despite uh, Dan, Dan Andrews' scapegoating of the the Jews last year, uh, Labor is the favourite to win that seat of Caulfield, and of course at the federal election, the uh, the, the the seats where uh, most of Melbourne's Jewish community lives, uh, Goldstein and uh, Higgins. And Kuyong, they, well, Goldstein and Kuyong obviously voted for the Teals, who would, well, the, the Teals are the, the most paternalistic party, would probably like to bring back mask mandates at the very least, certainly uh, Monique Ryan uh, would. And of course, uh, Higgins was won by the, the Labour Party. Uh, their candidate, Dr. Michelle Anajaraja, was also a mask zealot as, as well. 
now uh, going on uh, to we've we've gone through uh, some of the the freebies, the bribes that uh, Dan Andrews is uh, is is giving out uh, to to try and and bribe the the voters to uh, try and uh, get reelected. Uh, one of uh, Dan's policies that he announced last week was free pads and tampons in public places because he believes, Dan, that periods have been stigmatized, causing discomfort and embarrassment for women and girls when they're stuck without the products they need. Uh, so a, a, the Andrews Labor government became the first in Australia to make free pads and tampons available in public schools. Now we'll continue to normalize periods. I don't know why they like women having periods that's happened since ever women existed. So I don't like, what's he, what's he mean that uh, saying he's normalizing periods? Is he implying that they were abnormal before and provide cost of living relief? So until 1500 free tab and tampon machines at 700 public uh, sites. So he says that uh, this will save women and girls money to prevent them from being caught without the products that they need. Notice how Dan Andrews, he suddenly knows uh, the, the definition of, of women and, and girls. Like, as we know previously, he's been one of the, the biggest, uh, well, he, he's been one of the leaders, leaders in the erasure of, of women. Uh, so this was a, a graphic uh, that was put up by Simon Johnson, who's a, a public uh, advocate in Melbourne's southern suburbs. This is how Dan Andrews refers to women. So he used the, the term that person back in November 2018, then again in January 2021. Uh, March 2021, he referred to as a woman as vacant as you, February 2022 as this one, and then uh, twice in February last year, uh, that person that person. But yeah, uh, Dan Andrews, he, he didn't use the terminology uh, people who, who menstruate because uh, in, in states in the, uh, the US now, uh, those, those blue states, they, they put tampons in the, the men's bathroom as well. Uh, because uh, yes, uh, apparently, what is it? Uh, men can have periods as well, and uh, we're still a, this uh, sort of uh, well worldview uh, is also at our federal health bureaucracy. You'll remember how Professor Brendan Murphy, uh, Secretary of the Australian Department of Health, uh, couldn't define what a woman was when asked by Liberal Senator. Alex Antic earlier this year, he had to take the question on notice. Uh, Alex Antic put Brendan Murphy, sorry, Professor Brendan Murphy through the ringer again, asking him if men can get pregnant. And this was, this was his, uh, he couldn't give a straight answer. This is what transpired. Senator Waters used the phrase pregnant persons twice. And I think in response, the department used the phrase uh, birthing clinics. Is it the position of the department that men can get pregnant and give birth? Uh, Senator. Um, I'm sorry to do this to you. Again. Yeah, I mean, re really. Um, but we need an answer. You are the Department of Health, but people put a lot of emphasis in this. Um, you need to, to get pregnant and get birth, give birth, you need to have a functioning uterus. So uh, whatever you call someone, uh, um, and it's, uh, it's generally very unlikely that someone who is a man would have a, have a uterus and give birth. So I think that's <clears throat> all we can really say. So, so only biological women can get pregnant? Well, you've got to have, you've, you have to have functioning female reproductive organs to be, get pregnant and give birth. Yeah. Which, which would limit it only to women, presumably. No. No. Okay. Have you have you ever been pregnant? You've, okay. Okay. So now, in any event, I've, so I'm sorry. I haven't quite finished. I haven't. I haven't. Got, I've just got another question, Chair. I, I was actually going to ask the same question to the TGA, but I, I expect because, in fact, when the TGA responded to me about a question in vaccination and pregnancy, the term "pregnant persons" was used. So, uh, Professor Skerritt, do you want to have a go at that one? Does, does the, the TGA consider that, oh, I, I, that, that men can get pregnant and give birth? I think the Secretary has given the, the biology lesson that uh, you have to have a uterus in order to carry 
to become pregnant and carry a pregnancy through to full term. And therefore, you have to be biologically female. Uh, different language is used because obviously individuals may choose to represent themselves uh, as different from their, from their birth gender. So, so that's why we talk about pregnant persons. But uh, I think it's pretty obvious you need to have a functional uterus to be able to carry a pregnancy. Right. So, okay. Okay. I could go on and on about that, but I've I've got an neonatal test for myself, so um, got to go and got to go and check myself. Appreciate out. the assistance you're providing. Be clear, the I just committee. want to be careful. Thank I know, you, you never know Senator where it <laughs> So there, there we go. So the people that can get pregnant are those with functioning uteruses. So not every person uh, can get pregnant, but uh, the people that can are those with the functioning uteruses. Now, thankfully, uh, Anthony Albanese, our Prime Minister, does know the definition of a woman. He was able to give a straight answer to that uh, during one of the election debates. And also he told Joe Hildebrand in the Daily Telegraph that men can't get pregnant. I mean, we know that he uh, that he was raised by a single mother who gave birth to him he wasn't raised by a single parent always refers to his uh, single mother and uh, everyone's wondering given that uh, elbow is at a uh, summit season uh, so there is the east asia summit uh, which uh, i think is already just wrapped up in cambodia and uh, guess who made a, an appearance at uh, the East Asia Summit? Uh, none other than Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum Chair. There he is, uh, Jacinta Ardern, one of his uh, global leaders. Very pleased uh, to see him there with that uh, bright smile there. And uh, was uh, Klaus has got, uh, well, he always likes to dress up in in a globalist fancy dress there. Uh, so next is the, the G20 summit in Bali. So it's just broken this evening that uh, Anthony Albanese is going to, to meet with Chinese President uh, Xi Jinping, who is uh, still continuing uh, with uh, the the COVID zero policy though what is it he has relaxed testing and quarantine for travelers into China they're almost at their record COVID cases uh, China now uh, Vladimir Putin is not going to the G20 in Bali because he's worried he'll be assassinated he sent he is foreign minister in, instead, Sergei Lavrov who it's just broken now is in hospital with a a heart condition. So we'll see if there's any more uh, developments of that. But uh, as uh, I was mentioning that, uh, yes, uh, uh, in regards to COVID, a China, uh, People's Republic of China and North Korea, the last COVID zero holdouts. And uh, well, with the, the ever evolving uh, Omicron sub-variants, the grandchildren of, of Omicron, uh, police state uh, brutal lockdowns aren't, aren't keeping uh, COVID out and probably the, the population is less compliant in uh, China as well. Now, we have uh, the, the usual uh, fear mer merchants who are coming back uh, with wanting to uh, try to lobby for mask mandates and working from home, you know, the drill because we're having another uptick because of what is it, Omicron XBB and also uh, BQ1. But apparently there is a new Omicron, uh, Australian Omicron subvariant just in Australia, Aussiecron BR1. So we're finally given birth to a variant and uh, now, of course, the the mainstream media they 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 do love to to pump out the 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 COVID fear because it probably gave them lots of clicks and eyeballs over the past two years, and of course uh, gives uh, well a a, a get, uh, like they love to sell fear as well. So all the the media were at uh, Sydney's Circular Key on Saturday because there was a. As uh, David Hiscock of XYZ said, another COVID zombie death ship, which uh, which uh, uh, docked the majestic 
princess because there were 800 cases on board and uh carnival uh, uh carnival who run princess cruises said most of them were asymptomatic new south wales health said that uh the ship was tier three indicate a high level of infection and uh, so they're allowed to disembark because uh, COVID isolation is not mandatory anymore but uh, a lot of uh, covidians COVID hypochondriacs have never been able to get over the ruby princess so they all thought that the 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 uh, the COVID positive passengers on this ship should have been imprisoned on this ship for how long even though there's like so many so, so, so like thousands and thousands of people on in onshore australia who've got COVID already it's not like we're at COVID zero uh, but uh, as i mentioned uh the, the media were out there to to see the majestic princess uh, doc and uh, sarah stewart uh, a today show reporter decided that she would go for ultimate drama by wearing a today show cloth mask i mean first of all like you're outside like the <laughs> the, the cover is not going to travel from the ship and just jump out and infect you and a cloth mask doesn't even work like if you're trying to avoid covid like you should either wear a proper well-fitted n95 mask of course that's just for that's just for pandemic uh, theater as well uh, now of course the uh, as well as pushing uh, masks and return to uh, restrictions i i mentioned last week on on trad tasman talk the the mrna addicts who want our uh, Atagi vaccine advisory group uh, to well uh, endorse another round of uh, COVID boosters, uh, but uh, Atagi uh, is uh, very unlikely to yield to their demands, and uh, this is why, well, especially for young people, they're not going to be advising another COVID booster. Well, one of the country's top advisers on vaccination says it's unlikely under 30s will be approved for a fourth COVID vaccine. Atagi says the increased risk of myocarditis means the current vaccine schedule for younger people will likely stay as is. Attention is turning to antivirals to tackle the new Omicron wave. Yes, the, the antivirals. Uh, of course, the, the most heavily promoted is, of course, Pfizer's Paxlovid, where uh, a lot of people who take a round of Paxlovid get a rebound infection. So you get two COVID infections uh, for the, the price of one. Uh, now, uh, we've had a media sort of say, oh, like, will this lead to a Christmas lockdown? Like, they're, they're real, like, obviously, a headline which says, could there be a lockdown? That gets a lot of clicks as well. Now, according to, well, modeling's always wrong, but this uh, wave will uh, probably peak at the, the end of November and, well, uh, then go down. And uh, so, no, it won't probably peak at, at Christmas. Uh, there seems to be a lot of people who would just love a, a ruined Christmas. I mean, this is the type of type of person that COVID, COVID fear and hysteria has bred and well also the people who who like lockdown they they just uh, they just what is that love the doom news now moving on uh, to the uh, the US midterm results so this is the the, the latest so the Senate uh, was uh, was called uh, so this is from NBC news so all the the, the major decision desks have uh, have called uh, that uh, the Democrats will retain control of the the Senate because uh, the the Georgia runoff between Raphael Warnock uh, incumbent Democrat and Herschel Walker uh, the Republican challenger that runoff uh, will be in inconsequential because the Democrats with 50, uh, they they uh, with uh, Vice President Kamala Harris being able to cast a tiebreaker vote as she has throughout the past two years. The Democrats will be able to get a majority even if Herschel Walker wins the Georgia runner for the Republicans. And this is because they were able to the Democrats flip 
the Pennsylvania Senate seat with uh, John Fetterman, the cognitively challenged John Fetterman, able to, to beat uh, the Republican candidate, uh, Dr. Melmut uh, Oz of the, the Dr. Oz show. And I, uh, I guess uh, it's fair to assume that Joe Biden announced his intention to, to run for a second term, despite himself being cognitively challenged, because he was inspired by Fetterman's victory. And uh, there's already speculation because uh, since Kamala Harris is one of the most unpopular vice presidents ever, and not even Democrats like her, that uh, the 2024 a, a Democrat ticket could be Biden Fetterman. It's a, a no brainer. Certainly got that right there. And certainly like the 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 cognitively challenged Democrat candidates, what they say is actually less politically damaging than the the, the Democrats who actually do express their their genuine beliefs, such as the perennial losers are uh, in uh, in Texas, Beto O'Rourke lost, uh, lost the, the gubernatorial election. Greg Abbott, the Republican governor, re-elected for a third term because they have no third uh, term limits in Texas. Stacey Abrams uh, losing uh, to uh, the, the Republican governor Kemp in, in Georgia. There, what is still outstanding, though, is uh, the... The Arizona uh, gubernatorial race—it's—they are so slow counting counting those votes, even though they've been counting uh, for nearly a week. So it's ninety-three percent in estimated reigning one hundred and seventy-seven thousand. Uh, Katie Hobbs, the Democrat challenger, is is still ahead. Carrie Lake, the Republican. Uh, at uh, 49.5. So Katie Hobbs winning by 26,000 votes. And also they took forever to count the votes in Nevada and California. The reason why the 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 the, ha the House of Representatives hasn't been called, the NBC decision desk uh, believe that the GOP will get a slim majority there, well, it's, which is not the red wave they were hoping for. Heaps of California races are undecided because they're just slow so slow at counting counting the votes now obviously there was a, the, the there was the the slow uh, slow count in the main uh, Arizona province uh, so that was that was in hang on I've got to get it here uh, if you remember the county uh, that uh, that uh, is the the slowest to to, to count there, uh, but uh, yes, that's the county where the the voting uh, machines uh, were were malfunctioning and they they were turning uh, voters away. Somebody will be able to castle. Castle match says, how are some California seats only at 39% counted? Well, because, you know, COVID's not over in that area. So they're all, you know, scared of going to the, the ballot, at, you know, the voting centres uh, with like, even if they wear like three masks or one of those, you know, potty Darth Vader uh, Bane masks. Uh, so yes, they still send their, their mail-in votes there. Uh, one state which did manage to, to count all the votes on election night was Florida, uh, where a governor, Republican Governor Rod DeSantis was re-elected in a landslide by 19 points against Democrat challenger uh, Charlie Crist, who he was elected governor in 2006 as a Republican, then became an independent, then tried to run for the US uh, Senate as a Democrat lost, and now he's lost as a Democrat gubernatorial candidate. And obviously the, the, the COVID uh, zealots, COVIDians, COVID crazies, whatever you want to call them, they, they called Ron DeSantis death santas uh, because he kept florida open he began he fully opened florida up even before the vaccines were 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 rolled out and florida 
like you didn't fare any worse than all of the places that did uh, the states that did lockdown and so this uh, and obviously florida attracted a lot of freedom migrants fleeing the the blue lockdown states and their other failed policies and so this is what uh, desantis here's uh, his remarks about uh, the the new red state of florida we have embraced freedom we have maintained law and order. We have protected the rights of parents. We have respected our taxpayers. And we reject woke ideology. We fight the woke in the legislature. We fight the woke in the schools. We fight the woke in the corporations. We will never, ever surrender to the woke mob. Florida is where woke goes to die. I think that's going to be the new bumper sticker on, uh, well, uh, the, the new slogan on Florida number plates where woke goes to die. Now, it was uh, Maricopa county in in arizona around uh, phoenix so that's where the the votes have been the the slowest and where the the voting machines were malfunctioning there now obviously uh, the the it's good that there is a a free state now uh for uh, for americans to 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 migrate to also another free state is tennessee as well that's where the the daily wire is now headquartered but of course the downside of a all of the 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 pro-freedom and conservative people uh well uh going concentrating in two states then that means that uh because because they're solid red states, I, they they're going to like in the electoral college. Like obviously, the swing states are what matters. And so, if more like if more Republicans are migrating from say swing states uh, to Tennessee and Florida, then it's more likely because if you have a brain drain from yeah all states, including swing states, then they'll more easily won by the Democrats in uh the 2024 presidential election and some of the 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 ballot ballot a uh, uh, ballot measure results so ballot measures they're like a citizen initiated referenda uh so uh, these quite alarming so uh in california proposition one right to abortion yes passed 65 percent of the vote uh, amendment two, remove right to abortion, adds language to Kentucky Constitution to state that citizens do not have the right to the abortion and the state is not required to provide government funding for abortion. 52% said no. Michigan, right to abortion, add right to abortion in the, the Constitution. Uh, 56% uh, voted yes. And this was probably the, the most uh, disturbing and disgusting Montana referendum 131. Require care for infants born alive. Establish that infants born alive at any stage of development are legal persons and require medical care to be provided for any infant born alive after an attempt at abortion, uh, induced labor or other method. This referendum also institute criminal penalties for healthcare providers who does not comply. 52% uh, said no. Vermont. Amendment, uh, right to reproductive economy, add language to the Vermont Constitution to state that all individuals have a right to personal reproductive autonomy. 76% said yes. So, yeah, in the well, the rest of America, and even like Montana's uh, a red state, like all of the, all the well, pro-abortion, all, all of those, all, all of those ballot measures, the pro-abortion vote won. And I'm a stupid moron says that America can burn in hell if they can't support babies being saved after born alive. And I assume that given the, well, the, the Democrats uh, did so, so well, uh, that uh, I guess uh, a lot of Americans, they're perfectly fine with a drag queen story time and also uh, puberty blockers for, for children. May, uh, uh, Biden's interview with uh, trans uh, TikToker uh, Dylan Mulvaney uh, didn't hurt him at all. Maybe actually got him votes. That's the, the state of uh, America. And Obviously, uh, uh, it was called the the TikTok 
election. Now, in case you didn't know, uh, TikTok is owned by a Chinese company linked to the the Chinese Communist Party. And as uh, uh, Rahim Kassam uh, said uh, that... uh, especially when you see how the TikTok generation turned out and broke for the far left. Congratulations, by the way, to Communist China for their apparently totally legal and unchallenged election interference. While CNN staffers shriek about how Elon Musk is trying to charge $8 for the very same verification process they've been outwardly demanding for a decade. And he goes, goes further and mentions that, uh, uh, mentions uh, TikTok, later down here as well. Uh, so uh, Democrats, they they used uh, TikTok to radicalize impressionable young voters and they used issues like abortion and student loans to do it. And uh, now Raheem Kassam, he is on uh, Team Trump. He's not on Team DeSantis. There are a lot of, or just say, MAGA America First uh, Republicans who are now switching to backing DeSantis in a uh, Republican primary. Uh, Trump was was way ahead of DeSantis in a in primary matchups polls before the midterms, but they have tightened now. Uh, Trump has attacked uh, DeSantis on his Truth Social, saying that uh, uh, Ron DeSantis begged for his endorsement to save his uh, flailing uh, 2018 gubernatorial race because uh, DeSantis only won in in 20. 18, the gubernatorial race uh, against uh, Tallahassee uh, Mayor Andrew Gillum by 34,000 votes. And so this is who uh, the, uh, the the residents of Florida nearly had as their governor. So this was Andrew Gillum at the at the beginning of, of 2020. He was photographed naked, pass, passed out, uh, likely from a drug overdose uh, with a male prostitute there. So, yes, a, it was, well, a, the, it was, a, the police body cam actually uh, said that it was a, a a meth orgy. So, yes, that, that Ron DeSantis, and they, they tried to steal it from him, though, that, uh, it was mainly Brownwood, uh, Brownwood County, and I can't remember if it was Miami-Dade or Palm Beach County that, uh, that tried to tried to tried to steal it from him but because uh, they're all solid blue areas but uh, DeSantis was able to to flip Miami-Dade County and also Palm Beach County Brownwood which is where Fort Lauderdale is that was still uh blue but yes uh so DeSantis like they winning like him winning that narrowly like it has like Probably they didn't think at the time many many pundits that election would be would be so consequential yet and like yeah imagine what Florida would have been like you know, during COVID if Andrew Gillum had had been uh, the governor there I mean you just it would have been uh, yeah you don't you do, you don't want to think uh, now uh, we. Uh, Mention there that uh, yeah the the Democrats there they they're perfectly fine uh, with with using the the CCP's uh, platform of of TikTok uh, to reach Zoomers who overwhelmingly uh, broke for the the Democrats. This was uh, two uh, exit polls. Uh, so Zoomers eighteen to twenty nines. This was by NBC News sixty three percent. Uh, to Democrats, 35% to Republicans. AP, it was 53% uh, to Democrats, 42% to Republicans for Zoomers. For Gen Y, both polls, 51% uh, to the Democrats and 47-45 respectively to the Republicans there. And now the TikTok in China, it should be added, is completely like, wholesome yet like i swear that there there must be some messing with the the algorithm you know the tiktok algorithm in western nations that it just like the people who rise to the top top are the the total degenerates uh like ultra socialists like like the the libs of like libs libs of tiktok that like a lot of what that repost is stuff that is popular 
on on TikTok. Obviously, libs of TikTok, that Twitter account, they repost it to expose just how uh, like warped their their views are. But their actual like the people on TikTok viewing it like agree with it, and so this is why they're in part the midterms were as they were. But uh, yes, of course, uh, Elon Musk, he's the the real uh, danger to democracy and at uh, Biden's post midterm press conference, he was asked about if he was going to investigate the, the dangerous Elon Musk. Musk is a threat to U.S. national security and should the U.S. and with the tools you have investigate his joint acquisition of Twitter with foreign governments, which include the Saudis? <laughs> I think that Elon Musk's cooperation and or technical relationships with other countries uh, is worthy of being looked at. Whether or not he is doing anything inappropriate I'm not suggesting that. I'm suggesting that it's worth, worth being looked at. Um, and uh, um, and uh, but that's all I'll say. Now, one billionaire that the, the, that, uh, the Biden administration through the, the SEC should uh, look at uh, is uh, the, uh, the founder of uh, the F. TX, a crypto exchange, Sam Bankman Fried. So this crypto exchange, it it, it basically works like a, a bank for, for crypto. So like a, for those of you who know Austrian economics, uh, fractional reserve banking, so they only keep about 10% of your deposits in reserve. Uh, so, so this guy, uh, this uh, the, the the founder of it. He founded it in the in the, in the Bahamas. Uh, this uh, his name. He has a very banker's name, as you can tell, Sam Bankman Fried. So, and he was touted as the the next big thing. Uh, the thing about obviously conventional banks because it's they only like because they only keep about ten percent of deposits on on hand if there's a bank run then the whole system collapse and so uh eight billion has just been wiped uh from uh ftx but uh, uh he's only 30 years old this what is it uh, he was you know this boy wonder sam bankman fried he was was touted as you know the 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 next big thing and uh uh he had celebrities uh shill uh, for FTX, and this is what he was telling uh, Bloomberg uh, just a few months ago. We have, uh, you know, a few billion on our balance sheet right now. We are profitable. We're in a relatively strong place from a financial perspective. I want to be doing something that positive, like with the the making money part. Like, like I, I want to be a good actor there. We've raised a few billion dollars over the course of the last uh, last couple of years, and we're a profitable business with Voyager. I think you know there's 70 million dollars there that 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 we put in that I th- I'm not sure we're ever seeing that 70 million again. We've not used the majority of the cash that we have on our, our balance sheet. We want to be flexible. We want to be in a position where we are uh, you know looking forward at uh, you know what we can be doing, where we can be most helpful, um, and where we can grow the most. I'm excited about pathway forward. I'm really excited about our leadership. And what should have raised alarm bells uh, for uh, these uh, these suckers who invested in his uh, crypto exchange because he promised yields uh, as well. And it was, what is that? The collateral was uh, FTX's own token. Uh, yeah, Jim Cramer of CNBC said that he was going to be the next Goldman Goldman Sachs. And the as uh, those who follow uh, finance should know, uh, the inverse of what Jim Cramer says is always happens to be the case. So there were rumors uh, that he was trying to flee to Argentina from the the Bahamas, uh, but uh, but uh, he has been detained in the uh, Bahamas. We don't know if he's uh, arrested. And uh, Elon Musk he uh, replied to Tom Fitton 
that uh, uh, that uh, he uh, since he was a a, a major uh, Democrat donor uh, during the midterms, there probably won't be an investigation uh, there. So uh, Bankman Fried, his thirty nine million dollar uh, contribution was just below George Soros's there. So yes, used uh, used a lot of the of their uh, of well wasn't his money uh to to bankroll the the dems in the the midterm and uh we had uh, elon musk he also uh, made a a follow-up a tweet uh to uh, to tom tom fitton there uh about the the links uh between uh, uh, uh sam uh, bankman fried and the the head of the uh sec gary geisner uh, and uh, to uh, Glenn Ilson, who's professor of economics at MIT, former boss of Gary Geiser, who is a link to uh, Caroline uh, Ellison, who is the, the CEO of Almada and dated Bankman Fried, daughter of uh, uh, Glenn Ellison there. So that's the, the link there that uh, Elon Musk, that, that circulating link there. That's why he's confident that uh, they're not going to be investigated there. I mean, he should spend the rest of his life in prison like uh, B- uh, Bernie Madoff did. Uh, exactly. Uh, banksters. Now, uh, before I finish the show for tonight, uh, so obviously with the uh, with the uh, state election now less than than two weeks away, and given that uh, there's another worldwide freedom rally, uh, world as the name suggests, worldwide this Saturday, the the Melbourne Freedom Rally will have a a local a local motto to it. Dan Andrews must go. Uh, Victoria stands united against uh, Dan Andrews and the Victorian Labor government. Uh, Worldwide Rally for Freedom, Saturday, November 19th, Parliament House, 12 p.m. There was another Freedom Rally this weekend where there was a a scuffle between a a couple of uh, protesters and Victoria Police. Uh, now the Dan stands call uh, freedom activists who are at or at the CBD every weekend cookers. Uh, unbeknownst to them, there are many actual uh, cookers, uh, those who, well, cook and consume uh, meth and and heroin in Melbourne. We are the Mel. Uh, uh, Melbourne is the the meth capital of Australia, and so the Herald Sun had junkie the drugo state. Now, obviously, uh, we have in Victoria a preferential voting system in the the lower house, and so given that, uh, no uh, uh, to be elected in a lower house seat, you need to have fifty uh, fifty. 50% plus 1% of the 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 vote uh because when it gets down to to two candidates obviously one ends up with more than 50% the Victorian Liberal Party announced that they would be putting labor last which means that they're putting the greens above labor which could lead to a hung parliament and a labor green minority government this is extremely controversial uh, amongst uh center right people uh because the the greens are well uh, philosophically they're further left than than labor though victorian labor and victorian greens i mean there's not much that difference splitting hairs here and victorian liberals the the people that made the decision are probably thinking that uh, if they don't win uh, that a labor greens minority government would be even more disastrous for the state 
than uh, than just a a majority Andrews Labor government. So because obviously, uh, when there was a Labor Greens minority government at the the federal level after the twenty ten election, Adam Bank got elected on Liberal preferences. Uh, that was a disaster for uh, Julia Gillard as Prime Minister and Tony Abbott won in a landslide in 2013. Though Victoria would have to suffer for four years because it's four-year terms, another four years in that situation, whereas that uh, Australia as a whole only had to had to uh, suffer for three years. So this preference deal could uh, give the Greens six uh, lower house seats. Now in the upper house, uh, the the Victorian upper house voting system still use group voting tickets. So if you put a one above the line, your uh, pref- their preferences are determined by the party legislative tickets. So Anthony Green has done legislative council calculators. Uh, so uh, to my, uh, I haven't had a detailed look at the the tickets, but uh, the. Uh, most of the the freedom parties have preference each other. Most of the progressive parties have preference each other. Though there are these, uh, there are some uh, centre left, centrist, and centre right parties who are part of the uh, Glendury Preference Whisperer uh, Alliance as well. The party that's probably done best out of all the the, the group voting tickets is Darren Hintz's Justice Party. He's running in the south. Southeast metro region, and he's a very good chance to. Obviously, he's been in the federal senate, uh, so he's wanting to get into the Victorian Parliament. He's got a very good chance with the the preferences there. Uh, Darren Hinch is pretty terrible on on COVID. He you know, uh, uh, likes more restrictions uh, for well, because he's you know pro health. I mean, you know, he's so so pro health. He's on his second liver. Uh, so if he was elected in the South East Metro, he'd come at the expense of either David Limbrick of the Liberal Democrats or Morgan C. Jonas of the, the Freedom Party. Uh, obviously up in Northern Metropolitan Region, uh, Adam Somriak, a former Labor power broker, now running for the Democratic Labor Party, is trying to unseat Fiona Patton of the Reason Party. And then in the, the West, it's actually a crowded field of good candidates, the Angry uh, Victorians Party, lead candidate Catherine Cummings, Bernie Finn for the Democratic Labor Party, and also Moira Deeming for the Liberal Party as well. Now, obviously, the Unshackled uh, will have an election night live stream, which begins at 6 p.m. Melbourne time, Saturday, the 26th of November, when the the polls close. This Saturday, we'll be covering uh, the Freedom Rally that uh, I just mentioned. So we will have uh, a lot more coverage uh, come closer to the election. And so I'll let you know through uh, my own and the Unshackled's uh, socials as well. Trad Tasman Talk will be this Friday as well, the third last show because the show is wrapping up at the the end of the year. Uh, so 6 p.m. Melbourne time on the Unshackled YouTube channel. Uh, it will be myself and Stephen Berry. Hadron Anti-Bullying says, if Dan wins, will you ever mount down, uh, uh, Tim? No, I probably won't, um, because what is it? You know, we're, we're, what is it? Uh, we, like, the expectation is still that, uh, like, unless he loses in Mulgrave, uh, that uh, uh, Dan, you know, Dan is the favourite to be re-elected. I will certainly, you know, be ecstatic if he, he and Labour loses. But uh, this is yeah, probably another reason why Dan's ahead in the polls is because, like I was talking about with uh, freedom people traveling to Florida and Tennessee, making them solid blue state, uh, solid Republican red states, but means the rest of America is blue. With all of the uh, like freedom people fleeing Victoria over the past two and a half years, that means uh, the the Dan stands like they're influence like their vote will count for more they're like because they're not playing because they love dan so like that's obviously if you have a more people who would have vote against dan fleeing like they're not going to be voting this election so you see what i mean there colin fedbos said shooters vision farmers party preference labor there yes i encourage all of you to look at the group voting tickets or if you want to decide your preferences vote 
below the line. You have to vote at least one to five below the line uh, for your vote to count in the upper house. And obviously in the lower house, you have to number all the boxes depending on what your candidate is. Uh, but uh, obviously, uh, we'll do a few more shows before election time. So I'll make sure to, to reinforce the, uh, the, the, the correct, well, uh, when I say correct voting information to make sure that you count a, a valid vote because you know, de, de, uh, democracy, like we all get one vote. So you have to make sure that you cast a valid vote because an informal vote is a wasted vote. All right, everybody. Thank you all uh, for watching tonight. Good to see the regulars in the chat again. And I'll see you on Friday. Stay safe, stay sane, stay healthy, and uh, stay happy as well. Good night, everybody. Tim's News Explosion. 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 Tim's News Explosion.